Hey there, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. It's now time to dive deep into an episode-by-episode, character-by-character, song-by-song account of the making of your favorite zip code with your host, Charles Rosen. I sit in the chair. It's one of Sandy's antiques. The whole thing breaks. Larry Mullen. He's not, shouldn't be even in this show. I hope they're going to kill him, and they did. Pete Ferrero. Up my like TV crush is Claire Arnold. So, I mean, she has to come on the show at this and point. And representing the fans, Lily Amaran. And I love you. I have dreamt about you. What? I... Along with many special guests. And your questions. So sit back and relax, because it's like totally time for the Beverly Hills 90210 show. <laughs> Hey, hey, well, here we are again, and look who is with us, Emma Caulfield-Ford. How are you? It is so good to see you. It's so good to see you guys. It's so weird. You know, our stalking pays off, Peter. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, let me ask you, um, how has quarantine been for you? Um you're still posting amazing videos on Instagram, by the way. I just saw your Mon- Is It Monday uh, Again video on Instagram. I thought that was hilarious. I cannot stop laughing at that. But how has this all been going for you, uh, being and living in this quarantine state? Um, I mean, it's weird. I, I You know, I'm actually one of, out of probably all the main group of friends that I have. I'm, I mean, I've definitely had my moments of I'm going to go totally postal. I can't do this. Like what? Cause I have a four year old and I'm homeschooling and it's like, what? And I, I, but I have like this overwhelming sense of satisfaction from doing it too. Like, yeah. I've been wondering like of all these months of isolation, especially in the first three months, you know, or like you just, just like total lockdown. I'm like what? And I, I thought if I didn't have this, if I wasn't, because I immediately just said, well, I've got to be a teacher now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've always, we've always been very hands-on with her anyway, but like, well, there's no three days a week. There's no help. It's just me. And I put mm. that on and go, okay, well, I'm in charge of this now. That um, was incredibly beneficial to me. Um, That's great. Because I had something so focused. It just wasn't about me. And I can't yep. see my friends or I can't, you know, like, well, I've, it's all about you. So it just, yeah. it really helped me mentally. I think now, I still had breakdowns, but like, I'm, you know, I, it's especially been kind of fun. Nice. It? It's kind of fun. Quarantining is fun. Right? Yeah. How about for you, uh, Larry and Jessica, we haven't seen you guys. We saw you guys on Wednesday. Wednesday um, you know, we had the Gabriella Cartieris thing, which was a lovely time to reminisce and see some stuff. And, uh, and really go over that. But then that, you know, it's been a, a busy, wonderful week. You know, and I get to watch, you know, these shows again in season six and see uh, all the interesting work we did and Emma did and think about, you know, that relationship with her and Brandon. And uh, it was uh, pretty interesting. Well, she had a relationship and we're going to talk about the relationship with uh, her and Brandon. But she also had a relationship on the show with somebody else, I believe. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's Carl Evans. Who's here? <laughs> what? <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. It's John. How are you doing? Good. Hi. Hi. I'm having a little difficulty hearing everybody. Can you hear me all right? We hear you. Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Uh, my yeah. earbuds aren't working that well. Yeah, Lily, by the way, oh, there we go. That's better. Lily this week, yeah, uh, was having some earbud issues as well. She just pulled them right out, and then she was good again. But yeah, you know what? I can hear you now. It's good. All right, very cool. Well, it's it's so good to have you here, man. Uh, How's quarantine been for you? I'm curious. Uh, It's been pretty interesting. I think we're all challenged here at this moment. But um, I'm a motorcycle instructor uh, for. Uh, for like 12 years. It's a passion of mine. And I've been very lucky that right as the quarantine started, um, I was working at uh, BMW and I started selling motorcycles and they actually stayed open for most of the time. So I'm actually doing that to break up the craziness in between waiting for things to get back to normal. Yeah. Wow. All right. Let's get into some of this. Emma, I want to ask you first, I mean, before you got on to 90210. Did you watch it? Did you know what yeah. Oh my God. Kidding. I'm such a fan. I was actually just, okay, wait, you have another, you have, you have like a two-parter. I'm sorry. Was that no, a that's a, that, that was the first part. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I was just actually, cause I just rewatched them all or watched the ones you specifically told me to watch. And, yeah. um, I totally forgotten about this, but I remembered my audition for the show and I was nervous. I was, I was nervous, but I was like, okay, I'd already worked for Aaron once um, on this little guest star on the show that he had, it was like lasted two seconds. So it's like, okay, well he likes me enough to like have me come back and be, do something even bigger. I was like, okay, but I was still really nervous. And I did something, I don't remember what the scene was or whatever. And I think I was told to go wait out in the hall and I was there for like, not even a sec, like two seconds. And, and Jay walked out Priestley. And I was like, I literally, like, I remember like it was yesterday. I was like, uh, were you in there the whole time? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Hi. Okay. I was just like, oh, this isn't happening to me. Like, I've got such a crush on you. I can't even handle it. Like I get hot thinking about it. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And you know, he's like, you're doing great. So do something or whatever. I was like, okay. And, and, you know, went back and, and whatever, got the job or whatever. But I was just, I just thought I totally ruined my chances because I just acted like how every girl acted, how I would have acted. I like, Tom, like if I was waiting tables and come in, I would be like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and girl, <laughs> audition. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, it's Jason's like, birthday. It's Jason's birthday. Today. It is. Yeah. It's Jason's oh, birthday. birthday. Hey, Emma, do you remember the scene? Were you doing a scene from the first episode? Probably, probably were, I guess, because mm-hmm. Jason was directing that episode. So yeah. it would make sense that he would be in the room there. And, yeah. and that yeah. was, that was, was it in Aaron's office or was it in Paul's office? You remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We feel that every week. I mean, the big loss of him. He was yeah. Paul Wagner, you guys are talking about, right? For the fans who don't, yeah, know, yeah. There's a bunch uh, of, of folks uh, who are here, but yeah, that makes sense because uh, Jason did that first show. Mm-hmm. It's a, probably uh, that, that first, uh, room, Larry, that first episode. I was thinking that first episode, and and it was interesting. I mean, we wanted and, and Jessica had articulated this well in a couple of month, weeks ago. We were really looking for uh, the Spencer Tracy, uh, uh, Kate Hepburn kind of desk set thing. And that was kind of, you know, the, the, the instructions there. And watching it again, 
I mean, she just undresses him. She doesn't buy any bullshit from him. She had heard about him. We never had a character treat him this way. Never. It's just really. <laughs> and obviously, I felt I felt good about it because Jason was directing. So he allowed it, obviously. He didn't just spray yes, it on him. He, I, he must have bought it. Yeah. Jeff, it was, you, I don't know whether uh, we knew when we wrote it that he was going to be directing it. Because that must have been very surprising and weird for you to have to deal with him as it was enough that you had to deal with your crush as your co-star, but oh my God. also your director. I mean, it was really diving into the deep end. I was in so in the deep end. I was in so over my head. I was just like, I mean, I really hadn't done hardly any work. I was just like figuring it out. I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out like, what the fuck? What the fuck? 101 goes north, south, east, and west. <laughs> what is going oh on? I am lost like all the time. I'm like, what? You know, and I just, and then when, you know, when I got to work and then I met um, Luke, mm. and, you know, and he immediately like took me under his wings and made me laugh. Mm. And I was also like, oh, that's Luke Perry. Like, oh my God, like just this, like, I can't. And so, you know, I just have a lot of memories of me being like, just, just get through your lines. Just don't, just don't mess up. Just like, just memorize them. Do it. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like really hot for you. God, what's going on? You know, and I think, I don't know. It definitely translated after rewatching a lot. Oh, girl, like I'm uncomfortable for myself. Like you had such a crush on him. I was like, <laughs> I'm, in third, I'm in third person because it's that uncomfortable. I'm like, oh boy. It's a you. Well, you, you waited three episodes to sleep with him, which was good. It was a lot. <laughs> three episodes for any, any guy is a lot. You made it look easy, which yeah. was, and um, I there was no cringe factor in watching this all these years later. You sold what we wanted you to sell. I mean, this, this, uh, adorable banter between two smart people who were yeah. also clearly hot for each other. It worked great. So thank you very much. Well, thank <laughs> you. He made me laugh constantly. I mean, all I did was laugh. I don't know how, there were so many scenes I, wa I was watching. It was like, oh, he improv that. I remember that. And I laughed because I'm just like, she's, she's totally into him. And I'm totally into him. And then we created uh, another triangle. We created the triangle and, and uh, brought in a, a really good adversary. Um, I'm curious to uh, to uh, somebody asked where Chuck is. He wasn't in season six. He left, <laughs> so he wouldn't be here this week. He's never right. seen these episodes. He's never he seen the episodes. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think he would be very proud of us that we did an abortion so. story with a main well, character. Yeah, I, I want mean, to get to I, that. Man, I don't well, even know. Let's get I, to I, that. Yeah, before I mean, we get to that, I want to ask you guys, Andrea and Brandon had a very similar first meeting, that they were at the newspaper, uh, there's a lot of banter, Andrea sort of is dismissive to uh, Brandon, Different. it's different, they're kids, and uh, Susan is sort of does the same thing. Was that a callback, or was that just like, like the luck of the draw, that you just happened to write that? I don't think it was a callback. I mean, I, didn't, I wouldn't have realized that John Eisendraft, who was the first draft on that, didn't realize that. You know, only Jessica would have. And I just think it just, uh, in a way, well, that's well, what Brandon was attracted to. I, mean. I think that we were trying to move away from politics for him. We put him back into a familiar environment. We knew we were going to have a woman. So it, there, 
it was supposed to feel familiar. It was supposed to feel like he was back where he belonged. And because we played Andrea as friend, 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 and we got rid of their sexual chemistry um, in the early episodes, which we've been revisiting in the last few weeks, sure. um, we knowing that this one was actually going to uh, be allowed to flourish and get hot mm. uh, meant that we, I, we, we were revisiting. It was funny for us. I think we said it, that it was going to be Hepper and Tracy and Darren Starr in creating Brandon and Andrea must have said that to himself at that time. So I'm thinking it was not a callback to early episodes. It was a callback to uh, yeah. a familiar uh, place, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you get into the room, Emma, and you're starting to work with all these people. Um, it's not just them, right? It's not just, uh, you know, Jason, it's Luke. It's now you're introducing, you're introduced to Kelly or, or Jenny and Tori and the whole gang, right? How are you, is that challenging to fit in? Because, you know, you're, you're in their world now you're playing in that, on that, in that field. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, <laughs> this, 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 this kind of this is I don't I've never even said this publicly so this is fun. Uh, but like I, my first meeting with Luke, um, in the hallways there on wherever we were shooting Van Nuys. I don't know those those old Van Nuys. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he threw his arm around me in the hallway and he goes, so how are the bitches treating you? Wow. Like, <laughs> That's what he yeah. said to Kathleen too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome to 90210. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, you know, kind of, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's just, it's just, you know, welcome to the show. And I'm like, okay. So, um, oh so that, you know, that was, that kind of at all, really. Yeah. Um, but but Tori was always really nice to me. Tori was always really cool, and I I just remember I remember her being. I remember thinking like how hard it must be for you, because everyone wants you to fail. Mm. Pub the public opinion is like oh you know Tor you know whatever. Aaron's daughter. Yeah, Aaron's daughter, and you got it because you're his daughter, and you must be, you know, you must, you must always be up here all the time. Otherwise, it's just opening up a, a door for criticism. And I thought that sucks to be in that position all the time. Yeah. And she never, she never like let that show. She was always very sweet. And I remember vividly her having like a five alarm migraine and having gotten them. I'm like, oh. Oh, those are just, you can't even function. I don't know how she did it. She was throwing up in, in the, the, the um, trash bins and she would just turn it on and then she'd go back to being completely sick and she just worked through everything. She knew her lines like that. She was just, she was just kind and gracious, um, mm. always. And, and, uh, cause you know, my friends would be like, so, you know, like, thank you. You know, with Tori, right? I'm like, no, Tori's actually really nice to me. Yeah. Um, and I would just kind of let it trail off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what you just kind of did. Yeah. yeah. There was always a mean girl aspect to the show. Yeah. You what? There was always a mean girl aspect to the you know, set. 
Um, definitely- actually, season six was not a healthy year for Tori, as I remember. I'm looking at the episodes now. Mm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, she. I mean, her acting was I, great, but I don't think her was a migraine. So I was like, <clears> oh, God, you know. Um, I just remember her always being very nice. And Kathleen, Kathleen was actually nice to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. We love, we love her here. You know, we want, we would love to have her on the show. We that's, that's our campaign every week. Um, well, let me show you this. I have some. He co- has a crush on her. I do have a little bit of a, a little bit of a crush. For yeah, sure. funny story. The guards used to mistake us for one another at times. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. I was like, we do. Like, and I guess actually looking back on it, I'm like, oh, I can see a little like resemblance. A little bit, a little bit for sure. My, yeah, my other crush is Susan Keats, so that that fits the bill. <laughs> um, all right, let me show you this clip here. This is the. I just thought of something that I like about you. Yeah, what's that? Good lips. Great lips. Well, there you go. How about that? Oh, Kissing Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that was that was just um, yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to make out with you. Oh my god! It's a lot of kissing. But how much? Yeah, of this- we had signs in the office: kissing is good. <laughs> how much of this did you know in advance of what you would be doing week to week with uh, Susan Keats? Did you know? Like, I'm going to be in a relationship with him. Did you know, like, I'm going to have eventually have an abortion, all this? Or are you just finding out as you're getting the scripts? God, I, w- I was so long ago. I don't think I remember. I mean, it was definitely like you're, you're, recurring. She wouldn't have known. you're recurring. You're, de- you're, you're a foil love interest for Jay. Mm. That's the extent of it. And I think I, if I remember, it was six episodes initially. And then it, if I, I'm pretty sure that's right. And then it, and then I stayed for the year. And then I was, of course, like soul crushed. Like you're not coming back. I'm like, <laughs> oh, she <laughs> took the job. She Why? took the job. Took the job. Well, we'll we'll definitely get to that. But so um, <laughs> here you are, and now you're kissing your crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How- hot. Vince <laughs> wanted to know if he was a good kisser, so I think we have our answer now. Oh, come on, can't you tell? He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Oh. Now, eventually, okay. we do this. Um, well, happy birthday to you, Jason Priestley. <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, well, we are. We, we got him twice. I got to work with him again. Yeah, well, here, let me show you this. This is what he said about uh, working with you. I think I pulled that somewhere. Hang on. No, it was good. It was all good. Wait, I don't, I don't, I actually don't have it. (laughs) He said nice things. He did. He said, he said you were just so, oh, wait, hang on. Maybe I do. Yes, here we go. What was it like working with Emma? And then I'm going somewhere with that. So uh, I'm just curious what, what it was like working with Emma. Emma, uh, Emma was, Emma was lovely. Emma is, uh, Emma's, Emma's super sweet, super cool. Um, very talented. Uh, Emma's awesome. Cool. I did. A, I did a movie later on in my career with her and um and uh, Bradley Cooper. Uh, we had a great time. 
So there you go. He had a great time working with you. So feelings mutual. Yes. Um, then there's this episode. Uh, I think we gave you the gypsy episode. Yeah. Where- <laughs> kind of funny that was. I was watching that. I made myself laugh. I was like, oh. Funny. <laughs> Larry, what is the inspiration for this particular? Well, Halloween, we have to, you know, can't <laughs> we were following the calendar. So we're going to end up doing a, a Halloween episode. And, uh, you just think you know we had done a number of Halloween episodes, so you know you you, you know you got to pull out the love potion. You know you got to pull out some of the bag of tricks. Uh, We'd uh, never had a gypsy before. Never had a gypsy, yes. and, I, and I love the cramps, as you know. So I was I was looking for a place to put the cramps in, so that was going to fit in, and um, and really it started setting up the, the Jonathan stuff in this right. episode too, mm-hmm. but uh, which really is interesting because we actually set up a triangle the other way for Jason and it really played out tough. I mean, it was, it, those episodes are good. And thank you, Carl, uh, you know, really revisiting your work was really uh, interesting. You were, well, you got under his that. skin big time. <laughs> but as we get yeah. into turn back the clock, which just blew it away. I thought, yeah, but, this, but uh, yeah, this one was so much fun. Cause it's always a good thing. Cause Molly Campbell would do the costumes and mm. that's a chance. So I guess the Pocahontas thing didn't play too well. Probably today. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would get booted out of the TV world for that, but uh, it was cute at the time. I think. I think Whatever, that you know. the, tra- the the transgender stuff played the worst. And it, it, yeah, it, I, I've spoken to Monica. Saw yeah. that. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. It doesn't work now. Yeah. No. It might not have worked then either. By the way. Um, hey, uh, this is where we start talking about Jonathan. I'm sure I'm curious to you guys, Larry and Jessica. Um, do you know it's going to be Carl at that point, or are you just developing this? No, we didn't no, know. We, didn't know. we just knew there was going to be the other guy, and you know, she had some secrets, and you know, it was going to really make Jason sweat uh, a bit and really work for this relationship, and you know, it succeeded. Yeah, definitely. Carl, when, when do you get into the mix of this whole thing, and what is your audition process like? <clears throat> well, um, I auditioned many times for Aaron Spelling. Um, and this was another audition that happened. I actually uh, knew Luke and Ian way before 902 even happened. Mm. Uh, we were all living in New York City and auditioning, and I'd see them periodically. Um, I actually tested for a daytime show with Luke and Ian, and Luke got it. And then Ian got actually Guiding Light. Then I got booked on Guiding Light. Then he left that show, and then we reconnected actually uh, on 90210. And how how my audition was, it was, um, you know, it was when you hear about getting an audition for a show like this, you get really excited. You obviously want to do it. Um, I had auditioned several times. Um, and this is the first time I got booked and it was super exciting. When I found out I got it, I was like, yes, this is like a huge show. Awesome. Everything was so great about it, uh, that I knew people that were already on the show. I'd met Tori and, uh, Prior to that, actually Jason as well, because we would periodically get together with Ian uh, and uh, groups of us would go out and I knew them. So when I worked, it was kind of a nice transition because I'd already actually knew most of the people, came by the set, hung out and stuff. So that was really kind of a cool transition for me versus, you know, Leslie had the whole thing where she wasn't really sure, didn't know too many people. And I was lucky because when Luke put his arm around me, he was like, hey, good to see you again. I was like, yeah, good to see you too. And now we get to work together, which was really, really cool. Yeah. Leslie. 
Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Your name says I think he's referring to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, over and over we hear the story about My Luke taking in every guest star. It's amazing to hear these stories. I mean, he really yeah. was the ambassador for the show, and, and it's just such a heartwarming thing to hear. Yeah. Love him. Well, yeah, well, I wanted to ask you, and I had to save for later, but what was Luke like for, for, for you, um, Emma? I almost just called you Leslie. Sorry. <laughs> I did it. I did it. And I apologize. Yeah. So you can do it. I already I'm sorry. Messed yeah. that up. I'm sorry. Um, what was Luke like? Uh, everything anybody ever thought he was like. I mean, mm. there's, I don't, he doesn't have a, he didn't, doesn't, he did not have a bad bone in his body. He was just the kindest, most gracious, humble, funny, he, he was the best. He was absolutely the best. I absolutely adored him. I don't think he had any idea how much I, I adored him for all the years later when I I hadn't seen him in forever. And I just always like, oh, ooh, yeah. And that just, God, what a good, it's so nice to know that there's just phenomenal human beings out there and the world is sadly uh, worse mm -hmm. off for him not being around. One of the things that happens in this through the season six is that Luke leaves the show. You're, you came into the show when a lot of things were transitioning for the show. Are you aware of that? That like Luke is leaving. They just had you know Andrea left. The Walsh, uh, the parents left. There's like a lot of turnover happening this particular season. How how much is that playing in behind the scenes for you at all, if anything? I don't conscious. I don't remember it being a. Thing. I hmm. I think I was just so you know invested in selling it and being good. Um, you know, I was given the biggest opportunity at that point. Um, in my very very new career. So I'm like, oh, I just I just want to I just want to get it right. Um, I was sad to have Luke go. Hmm. I don't remember if I knew straight away he was leaving, or if that was something I. I, I'm pretty sure I must have because come showing up at work, it was like, oh yeah, you're not, you, you know, but I don't, I don't remember having those conversations or whatever. Um, mm. I'm positive I would have been very sad to see him go because I have very vivid memories of him playing like this Nerf gun, <laughs> like a rocket launcher. Like every time during break or whatever, he would, he would, he would, go, he would <laughs> and try to shoot literally like cannons into some, I don't know, like an empty parking lot or I don't know. He was just, he was just, he's just, he was just, well, you know, like, he's yeah. just like this. And so um, I'm sure I was not happy about him going. Um, you know, I, I knew that my stuff was obviously very separate. It was like a new chapter. Yeah. Same characters, new chapter, a kind of vibe. Um, I didn't know how long I was staying. I didn't right. know where I was going. I mean, once I was past six episodes, like, oh, I'm staying a while, but I didn't know what that meant. And I didn't really. Like, know. how do you find something like that? Does someone tell you, hey, we're keeping you on, or they just keep sending you work? <laughs> no, we had to have booked her after that because we wouldn't have been writing for her. It would have been too, yeah. it could have been kind of productive. So we would have, her, her agent would have, you know, we would, they would have reached out to her agent and made a deal for the rest of the season because she, mm -hmm. she did 30 episodes that year. Mm. Uh, back when there was 30 episodes, we did 32. 32. I don't even know how we, I, that yeah, we did four years in a row. And it was really important to have a big cast when we were doing so many episodes because we had to split the stories. So um, 
that's why you don't see a lot of crossover with everybody, and it's very challenging. Well, I mean, were you guys still doing double ups at this point, Larry? Of course. Of course. Yeah. What is that like for for actors to be like, okay, I'm here today doing this? What episode is this? Like, is that that, uh, challenging at all, Emma? Um, I don't remember it being confusing. I just remember it being like, right. It's like you just you put your work hat on and you're you're just very you're you're just in work. You're like, okay, I'm not gonna see anybody, I'm not gonna talk. I, you know, you're you're just like there all day and that's your life. And thank God I was working. My main mm. person was this person I just absolutely adored. So um, you know, I, I was just having a lot of fun. I don't remember it being I don't remember going, God, I just want to go home. Like it wasn't like that. I was, right, no, right. I was like I was baby on this big show and I loved my co-star I was like this is so great like all jobs should be like this you know okay. we're not yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> like not as fun um so yeah I I yeah I, I hadn't worked much so I didn't know it was like is double ups the thing like is everybody double ups? everybody does double ups right something like that yeah, yeah nobody did right and- for the actors, the, um, it was um, it was the least challenging for the actors because they could only be in one place at one time. For the writers, we had to we had to be in three episodes at once: the episode that we were prepping, or well, four really, the episode we were writing, the episode we were prepping, the episode we were shooting, and the episode we were posting. So right. that's a lot to keep in your head. Right? Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, Whereas, we have to be, actors get a trailer. Like, and you do oh, your story. You worked really hard today. Oh. <laughs> uh, then there, one of the other episodes we sent you was this earthquake weather. Um, <laughs> that was also fun. Larry, what is the inspiration behind this earthquake weather episode? Well, it was sweeps. So we needed yeah. something good <laughs> to promote. So, you know, and again, we tried to really reflect LA. And, you know, it never, you know, you totally can, you know, you can earn doing an earthquake. You know, you're allowed one earthquake uh, show. And uh, we decided to grab it and use it to really. We were bond, lucky uh, it hadn't been done. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's a thank God. You know, you know, you want to get everything, and it was a chance really to bond uh, uh, Brandon and Susan Keats in, in a way, you know, that they would never forget. You know, delivering a baby in an elevator during an earthquake, and uh, you know, and, and also all the character stories would play out through that too. Plus, we got to see Emma in a, in a bikini. I saw. <laughs> Which uh, I didn't I remember that. Thank you for doing that. You look great. Yeah. What do you remember about that? Being terrified. I was like, again, new actor, San Diego, like super conservative. You know, I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. And now I'm like, kind of naked in front of you. I'm like, oh God. And it was a lot of internal Emma just having trouble dealing with Emma. Like, mm. you know, it wasn't Susan that I had trouble with. I don't remember having trouble no, with No, it Emma. never comes out at all. All this all this anxiety, you know, your your performance is just so dead on and so you're so controlled. I mean, you know, you basically you know, you're you're someone that Brandon looks up to. I mean he you know, there's been so many comments. I want to say real quick, and, and I was going to get to this th- later, but there's been so many comments about uh, Brandon and Susan should have wound up together. That Susan Keats was the one. Did anybody else think that besides me? 
I do too. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a. That's a common theme amongst people, other than the Kelly fans. Um, yes, they're vocal. Those Kelly fans. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, uh, like, but, I'm not mean about you. Why do you have to be mean about me? Something's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> she took the job. Um, um, can I swear? Yeah, you can swear. It's cool. It's all it's all legal here. Um, yeah. No, I'm just curious though. Like when you see that some of that pop up about like Susan and uh, Brandon should have been together, you know that obviously speaks to how great of an actor you are. You brought no, so no, much. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not about me being a, a great actor. Jason and I just managed. We just really got along. Like we hmm. didn't have to fake getting along. Like I genuinely, separate from the predate, like Jason Priestley, like I. I just instantly liked him as a human. Like he's still one of the best people I've met. My favorite person to work with as a director. He was like, knew everything. He didn't excessively shoot. He didn't edit in his head and not talk to you about what he was doing. You know, he was just, he was definitely an actor director um, or an actor's director. So you just, I always felt very comfortable and myself around him and, and, um, you know, he just always had my back. He just, mm. so, um, what was my point? <laughs> well, I was saying that, uh, that speaks to your acting. Oh, my you- acting. I was like, no, no, that, yeah. that, is, that is, um, that is just, I think just, uh, we just, we really work well together. Um, well, hold up. I want to play this clip. Written well, and she was a really fun character and very much, a not, I mean, I hadn't really seen, mm. I haven't seen much like that. It's such a like a, 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 you know, a bold, no feminist. Let's put it in the feminist box. Feminist, you know. I'm gonna say feminist. I'm gonna be feminist. It's like in your face, feminist. And I was like, I was noticing that now. It's it's like, oh, well, you know, you take it for granted that that's what, you know, like, oh, well, that's so now. And I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't now then. Correct. Kuda, you know, it's credit to the show and the writers and everybody to be, you know, just totally. this person who was awesome, who was definitely, um, uh, well, well, progressive. Like, I don't know what, the, you know, yeah. she, just, she just was like so there present and very forward. She's very, like, so very tomorrow. Yeah. You know? and, yeah, uh, California leads the way. Right now. What? I'm sorry. I'm saying California always is ahead of the curves. You know, we, we've been seeing this a lot that we've really, a lot of the things, even though they were made 25 years ago, uh, mm-hmm. uh, still kind of speak to today in a lot of ways. And uh, yeah, it feels pretty good that way. Well, I just, but, I mean, her ambition is what really stood out to me, which, you know, that's mm-hmm. what, you know, she had the ambition that Brandon ultimately didn't really have. I mean, she understood what it took to succeed and uh, he still had too much heart. Well, listen, Michael Lang to the director. Um, had some really beautiful things to say ah, about yes. actor. So I want to play that for you. We tried to write this, you know, because we're old people, like uh, Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn, you know, kind of like the death set thing, the two of them working together, two equals. Yeah. And uh, in this episode, she totally screws him. It's just so fantastic. Well, she was uh, really good to work. I mean, really good to work with. And the fun thing about it was, I think she challenged, I think her character challenged Jason's character, and she also challenged Jason. Mm. So mm. It, was, it was kind of an interesting relationship, more so than, 
you know, I mean, the others all were so used to working together. And so I think when she came along, because she was not that different from the character that she played. Mm. So, you know, a very strong woman, had opinions, uh, very professional. And um, I think, like I said, she challenged Jason as an actor to be his best self. Thoughts? There you go. Oh, my. Well, I, I, God, that's really nice to know. I, I, uh, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you? Do you, oh, you fooled another director? You fooled another director. Do you feel guy. like you're close to Susan Keats? Is is are you? Are you? Were your person? Are you similar to who she was? Well, that's the thing. I don't. I. Uh, yeah, but like, again, so much. I just. I couldn't. I was just. I think overcome by when watching those scenes with him. And it just it brought a lot of memories back. And when 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 they break up, mm. you know, it really was like this breakup. Like I I had spent all day every day, you know, for a year with this person investing in this relationship. And Jay and I, you know, obviously we, we spent all the time and we 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 liked one another a lot. So it was very we were friends since we could shoot the shit and we could just be honest with each other about all kinds of things. So that that relationship was was super solid and then it's just gone, you know? Mm. So uh, when, when watching it, like as like uh, observing it as, okay, how did I do as Susan? I can't really separate myself too much because I feel like my, my own personal stake was in it. Like as a human, I'm like, I love this human so much like i love i love jay like as a as just as a person as a soul i'm like i just love you so i'm watching me be this person loving him but also just like i love him so right. i i don't do you know what i mean i do know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. Does, does susan like me i'm like i don't i don't know how much i, I don't know my reactions to him her reactions to him i don't know that they would have been dissimilar i just feel like i was just so like in it with him all the time i was just like you're so funny <laughs> you know oh, you really know how to kiss okay can you excuse me again you know like, <laughs> you know it was just it was just this very pure thing and i i have you know when he um you know we'd have to get into stuff or things that weren't based on necessarily us having great chemistry it was just more like we need to be about susan and susan's going to talk about some stuff that matters to Susan, like the abortion or whatever. Yeah, we're getting then there. I separate myself and go. Oh, okay. How did I? How did I do? Like, mm-hmm. how, can I, how can I? You know, if I were to rate myself, like, how, how would I respond? How you know that kind of stuff? Like when you when you when you start when you're just you, you're like we have this in common, and then you verge off. That's when I start right. paying attention. We're, we're gonna I, get to some more. So focus on her being like that relationship. I just remember me and Jay always being together. So that's my association with Susan. Uh, Dawn Long, Dawn M. Long says she's so chill for real, meaning you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Dawn, for that. Um, All right. Now let's talk about turn back the clock because this is where we meet Jonathan. Right. There's this other thing. This is such an interesting episode, too, because it's backwards and it's like, a, you know, it's a very interesting way of telling a story. Larry, I don't know. Have we ever talked about this episode? I mean, maybe a little no. bit. 
We did. Uh, we just saw the uh, the float in the uh, Rose Bowl. We did the. Uh, well, we talked Cannon about the and, Rose Parade. Yeah, but the Rose Parade. So we, but we didn't. Where, you know, I hadn't watched the whole episode. I watched. The, actually, wound up watching the whole episode. So why did we do this though? This 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 the. You know, again, you know, that's what the calendar was telling us. And, you know, what better, you know, day to kind of get to is, you know, everyone, you know, New Year's Eve is such a loaded night and it never goes right for people. And right. so you had a chance to really have things just go totally wrong. Yeah. You know, Brandon has this great night plan with Susan and Jonathan shows up and he's there for a good reason. He wants him. He declares freaking war on Brandon after flattering him. It's so fantastic. And then they have a kiss off. I mean, there's some cool stuff that goes on here. And he just... Really, I mean, Jay let himself get into this storyline big time as Brandon, and uh, I think it really paid off. I mean, he really had to declare his his feelings for Susan. Jessica, you were going to say something. I was just going to say we were very uh, unusual on television at that time because we were so tied to the calendar. And because we weren't airing an, uh, an episode on New Year's Eve, turning back the clock was the way we could tell it. We could tell New Year's by you could coming back. It. Right. Uh, yeah, claiming it, saying, okay, here we are. Now we're going to look back at it. So yeah, we're, it, it, I thought yeah. it was great. Or you did a great job. Yeah. Thank really you. I, yeah, I really liked it. I remember at the time not being happy with the director, but, uh, you know, it looks all right. You know, by the time it all got knocked together, it was pretty good. And, you Who know, directed some, that one? A guy named Graham Lynch, a Canadian. You can tell he's oh, Canadian because yes. in the VIP section, he has a Canadian flag. They're all sitting yes. in the Canadian <laughs> section. I remember that. Uh, I don't remember the problems I have, but yeah, God bless them, whatever. Um, at the time, I wasn't very happy, but uh, it came out really good. And, you know, and I think uh, we're actually going to have Cameron Bancroft on uh, next week. We're doing a yeah, we're doing a pre-recorded bonus episode. We get to kind of go through that again from his point of view. But this one uh, really says a lot about the Brandon-Susan uh, uh, relationship. And also, you know, the Jonathan, we start laying this thing, this secret which then lays over everything till Nancy's choice. I mean, really, we know something's between them. We don't know what this bond is, and it's it's really laid out really well, and it's uh, it pays so, off. I'm curious, Emma, how, do you remember meeting Carl, and this is going to be Jonathan? Yeah. Yeah, uh, kiss him right away. <laughs> what was it right away? No, I... Janet, was, is that the first thing we right did? Away. I think you right kiss away. him this. You definitely kiss him for, for New Year's, yeah. I think, you know. Yeah. yeah. Brandon takes offense at it. You kind of say, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't real happy about it. I think well, I remember thinking you were very nice, and I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I don't want to be with you. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. No, you I, mean be with I mean, like, as as character, because like I'm in it now, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm thinking as a character, I'm like, wait a minute. Susan gonna do something bad. I don't want to do something bad. I like I like I'm in love with this dude. I don't what's happening. Am I now in love with you too? You know, it was all very weird. I felt very like attached to it. Like cool. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, wait a minute, are you gonna are we like gonna hook up? Are we gonna hook up? Like, what's happening? I felt very territorial of like you actually people. definitely were like that, Emma. You were you were awesome because you were so nice and we I wanted to work nice. on the lines. Okay. He was super nice, super nice, and super cool. But I wanted to run the lines and kind of get it going and get, you know, get into it. And you were so great and gracious about that. Well, you definitely had that, all right, I got a man, so what are you doing here? The whole time. So it worked. It totally worked. I, I felt it. I felt it. It was good. Go ahead, Jessica. It yeah. helped. The, the main cast 
gets the privilege of having a producer sit with them and talk them through their stories. And I am pretty sure that nobody sat with you, Emma, and said, listen, we're gonna tell you what your character's gonna go through. So the fact that you were flying blind um, and really responding just in the moment to what you thought your character was feeling is a tribute uh, to you and your very young, uh, the very young Emma who managed to play it just right. And um, it must be so confusing when you get pages and suddenly you're reading about some past that you didn't know anything about and nobody warned you about. And what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we gave her a dead sister too a couple episodes before. <laughs> <laughs> Controlling and family. We use that, that for the abortion. That's yeah. part of a trigger for why she gets the abortion or something. Yeah. Definitely cool. none of that went into any prep work. <laughs> I, did, I didn't even bother thinking that that would, would, would have been. And honestly, I'm, even not, I'm not even so sure that I did a whole lot of prep work. I'm trying to actually remember it again because I was just going off pure like uh, survival mode. Mm. You know, like I just want to do. I just want to do well. We get along fantastic. You can't date him. You got to crush. Let it go. <laughs> you know, like he's with someone. So are you? You know, like just be. Um, so I, I, I don't. Just wish I could remember like what my actual. <laughs> also, you have to understand from the writer producer point of view, our job is to keep a television series on the air. You know, it's been, this is now season six mm. and it's done very well. And now the executive producer who's guided it for five years is gone. And it's now been dumped in our laps and we just are not supposed to fuck it up. And part of the challenge with an ensemble show is people, people leave and bringing in new people that have the weight to, to make the audience care about them is, um, is our challenge as writers. and and then your challenge as an actor and the yeah. fact that you pulled that off and that people even today are saying, Brandon should have married her is really just great. I mean, one of the successes of this series was that people, you know, we did survive the departures of the original cast, Definitely. but it's, we only survived them because we created fun story for the newcomers and actors as, who are as talented as you guys came and, were embraced by the fans, not just by the, it didn't really matter whether the cast embraced you, it mattered that the fans embraced you. <laughs> it mattered to you. It's yeah, but it mattered to us. That it's <laughs> impressive though, because there are definitely times in these episodes where Emma and Carl get a lot of screen time together without the main cast yeah, even being, mm -hmm. being even there. There's no Brandon, there's no, it's like just the two of them. So I think that speaks to their, to what they were delivering with the series, right, Jessica? Yeah, well, it speaks to that Emma, what 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 Emma managed to do was in a very short time, um, she felt like part of the community. So we could Agreed. leave her alone on screen because you you mattered. You were you were a big shot. Nobody Why was going to fire me. <laughs> Isn't that sad? No, no, you just you had to serve so the show. I love this. It oh, wasn't. It show. wasn't. A, um, it's never a decision. It's never a decision taken lightly. But when your when your job is to be the romantic uh, foil 
and we know that we can't keep the romance alive. Um, that's what okay, happens. Real and at least you can always go to another guy, or you know, it's just you know what? If, if if Jessica and I would have stayed on, we might have brought you back, or brought, brought, brought Brandon into no. Washington after graduation. Right. He might have gone to Washington, and hooked up with you again, and. That's you know, very, very, very true. We wouldn't have forgotten it, that's for sure. But okay, real quick. I you know, was telling was endgame. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I was, was going to add that's exactly what I was going to add. Didn't they get married and divorced? And didn't she go off with the. Uh, I don't know. Game. We were gone by then. We, we don't know. It's, yeah, we it's know. just fan fiction. It's fan fiction. No, no, no. But Brandon and Kelly never wound up getting married. They they stopped getting married mm -hmm. as they were about to get married. It's, they decided not to get married. Okay. Was that the reason for you guys to not pursue it? Were you guys saying, okay, we got to move back to Brandon and Kelly? At the time, uh, this is season six. I, I, yes, I mean, that was going to happen. Yeah, the, basically, yeah, I think we knew that was going to happen. There was going to go back well, toward that. was the last year of college. We knew that at the end of the season, since that's how the episode ended. Um, right. But um, yeah, Brandon and Kelly. I mean, I'm not so, sure yeah. when we made that decision or when with Aaron. We I was going to say Aaron would have had a I hand mean, in what to do was, with that. You know, yeah. those decisions. But at that point, I think, you know, that was the episode I wrote with, with Steve Wasserman. And, uh, yeah, we were going back to Kelly. Yeah, we are going to just... Uh, the things that you've learned in quarantine, you know, Emma, right? You know, it was funny <laughs> for me watching this episode because Larry wrote it with Steve and I had nothing to do with it at all. Um, I'm, I'm watching the two-parter and I get to the end, right? Or I think it's the end. And then I look and there's 14 minutes left. And I think, what could possibly happen now? There were so many endings in that episode. Oh, and it was it was so funny to me because each episode, each, <laughs> each story, right? Each storyline had yeah. to not only wrap up but launch what where we were going to be going in the next season. And so it was like this was the yeah. I mean, that's always the job of the season editor. But yeah, we even have like you know Nat and, and, and Jody are having a baby. Well, that is the fifty-year-old woman's having a baby. You know. All right, uh, Lori's asking this question for uh, for Carl. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it pop up. Hey, let's uh, find out who Carl was crushing on in the cast. <laughs> I don't normally let questions go through like that, but we got you here, Carl. So, wow. Um, How could you not say Emma? Well, that was definitely that was definitely legit. But boy, was she good at showing me it wasn't happening. <laughs> so I was like, all right, so that's not going to work. Now what? Yeah. Actually, no, that was uh, that was definitely someone that I was very, um, how do you put it, professionally, um, attracted to because of her work and who she was. Wasn't on for very long, so I didn't get to know you as well as I would have liked to. With I would other, have been other... nicer to you, I think. Well, if you knew. I, mean, I would have been more... Uh, I could have been like chummy and whatever if I wasn't in like. I get it. I gotta protect my. <laughs> you were feeling it. You were feeling it, and I I could tell, and it helped. It, it helped me, you know, with what we were doing in the scene. So it worked great. Don't cold bitch girl, and I've been wanting to tell you now forever. <laughs> like. Oh, hey, where no. were you living then? Where were you living then, Emma? When you were a young actress, where were you living? Uh well God where have I lived I've moved more times <laughs> like I have a problem like I get I can't like I bought my house like whether I own whether I've owned it or rented it I am like mm, time to move so at that time I think I went I think I lived two different places in that one year I think I was in 
Hollywood and then Studio City. Mm. Yeah, easier okay. to get to the studio. Uh, Carl, you definitely are asking about the stuff that you got to do with Jason. You you had uh, Larry even referenced it before these scenes with Jason. What was it like playing off of Jason in this sort of triangle? It was great. I mean, uh, Jason's uh, Jason's a terrific actor, um, and he's uh, he gives a lot. And he didn't like that I was there, you know. And he <laughs> he was really sticking up for what he wanted. And he made it real clear too in his actions. Of course, when it said when we said cut, we would joke around. But he was great. I had a great time. I mean, I remember that first scene where I confront him at the bar, um, and I tell him that things are going to be yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> things things are going to change, and he's got some problems, and I'm going to make those problems for him. Uh, I thought that was really great, uh, and he's very giving. Uh, and terrific. And since I knew him before, like I said, uh, personally, it really made it easy to kind of work with him. And it was fun. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure, you know, you're a guest star, you do several episodes and you watch the show. It's a huge success. You want to do the best you can and you walk on you're like, okay, well, I'm going to get probably two shots of this. So I better make it happen. And he was really supportive. Everybody was, uh, the director, uh, you know, I asked him several questions and he actually, was great about you know what he was looking for and uh it worked it worked great um i was just happy that i got to do a couple of episodes on the show uh because you know it's iconic i mean it, it, everybody refers to it in a change in television and being a part of that at all to me is i'm very mm-hmm. gracious and, and very thankful that i got the opportunity zara brown says that scene was intense man so there you go Thank yeah you. It t- definitely it was it was um, really well Nancy's choice episode um, when they tell you about this abortion storyline uh, what do you, what do you, what are you feeling about this Emma I don't remember what I thought about it but I I I definitely had thoughts when I watched it again I was like which of course I don't have my notes with me now uh, professional um, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but, uh, it, I, I thought like how apologetic she was, how interesting, like what a choice, like, and not, not, and let me get this straight. Cause this is, and we're like touching on a subject that would make just in real time people mental. Mm. So I, I have no interest in weighing in on abortion. Forms of everyone's personal opinion about sure. it. But like I do, I, there's definitely like a, that was a very specific choice uh, for you know a decision for that character to write the character in that way of you know do you think differently of me now you know like to to you know Susan to um Brian call him Jay but he's Brandon uh mm-hmm. Susan Brandon you know like you know, basically like are you judging me do you think differently of me uh the the emotions that were coming back on her in the moment which I figured at that point had been a couple of years prior. I, mm. I, I want to say like just timeline, it probably would have been like a good two years since it had passed. So it was like, oh, she's very emotional about it. She's, you know, uh, and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, I don't remember thinking about these things. I'm sure I did at the time, but I'm like, was Susan actually like against abortion and had one? 
is she pro she must be pro-choice because she's a feminist but does she pro-choice but like against abortion personally does she have it against her will like what the fuck because she's so she's still very emotional about the decision it was not in and the way that the show treated it was that there are you know there are very real um like emotions that will back up on you from making the decision, whether you want it or not, it's going to be something that you will take with you. And I thought that's so different from how I've seen it even in the last like handful of years on, on any any different kind of show. It's kind of like, well, yeah, I've had like three abortions. How about you? Like, it's like, it's sort of like no big deal. Like everybody does it. <laughs> you know? right. like, yeah. Is that just, just, just from like how the topic is treated from then to now, you know, there, it felt like there was much more reverence for the, yes, it's absolutely your choice, but it's, it's a big choice. And so be, you know, are you emotionally, like, are you, have you, do you have someone to talk to? Like, what do you, what do you think versus now just like, well, whatever, like, let's count, let's compare. Like, yeah. you're like, you know, Go ahead. What kind of food you like to eat? Like, oh, I've had two abortions. How many have you had? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Lena Dunham going. I wish I had an abortion. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you had one, have you? Like, I just feel like. Do you know what I mean? Am yes, I, I do. Yeah. So it was really it, the speech that you give when you accept the award said it all for me in a very, very uh, lean way when you said that it uh, that whether you're pro-choice or not. It takes courage, yes, personal courage, and that was it. Was a beautiful line, and it, you delivered it well. And you man, and it was quite clear. It, it was a very bold move on our part to have a main character have it. Kelly's mother early on. It, it, I think we there's a, a story where in the past Jackie had had an abortion, but this was at a time in the television land where you weren't allowed to do this. Somebody gets pregnant, they have a miscarriage maybe. Right. But yeah. they were, I mean, that's Andrea wasn't, could have had an abortion. Right. And you know, but, but the fact that your character did was very, very bold and brave. And um, it was a, a, that was a decision that had to be proved. And the and we had, we had the Jonathan character to balance. Mm as a pro-life yeah. character. But then he's given such humanity when you realize that it was his child. So it's like, whoa, this is a really, it was a very rich story. Yeah. Mm. I think you know, that was, it was directed by James Whitmore that episode too. So it really had, you know, a nice, you know, love, loving touch. James. What are you going to say, Emma? Uh, I think, because it's hard to, well, what was I thinking? I had like 10 thoughts mm -hmm. in my head. Uh, okay. The, like, going back in that time, this was like, what, 96? 96. 96. 96. 96. 96. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely um, the, the, you know, your landscape wasn't really dive, diving into anything like that at all. And I remember, that I remember watching 90210 um, when uh so like brenda and dylan are you know prom is like oh my god she had sex and like <gasps> you know and I, like i remember just in the media like it was like such a big deal like she, she's not married you know and i was like oh my god yeah. you know um to then you know then you know 
dealing with sex, you guys really did a wonderful job tackling things that really weren't talked about, you know, whether it's, you know, the very real time of kids 16 having sex at prom, because it mm. happens, whether you think it doesn't or not, it does. It does. So, you know, the stalking, the, the rape, the, the choice to have a baby, the choice not to have a baby, you know, everything, everything was handled, I think, really responsibly and really well. And like you were saying to for Jonathan, you know, you could demonize the, the pro-life, you know, the male pro-lifer, but then that, that humanity of like, yeah, but it's my, it was my baby. Like, I don't get a say. Men don't get a say. Um, and he wanted to marry you. He wanted to marry you too. You no, know, but they, but you know, this was something that was really important to him. And like, how sad that is. I mean, I wouldn't. It again, we're getting like political about abortion, but no. personally, it's like it's still my choice. But like, I'm not. I, I, I personally, and then watching that, like, can really empathize with that. Like, I can see that point of view for the boyfriend, the husband, whatever. Like. I can't do anything about this. Like you're going to do what you want to do, which is your choice to do it. But like, like yeah. this really sucked for me because I really want to be a dad or I really wanted to have, I wanted to be dad with your kid. Like, you know, and that's, you know, that's, that's just, it's, 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 a, it's a lot. Like kudos to you guys for like showing yeah. it in a very multidimensional way. And you know. Hey Carl, what was your take on, on all of this? Um, it was, uh, really edgy. I mean, when I read it and, uh, I saw what was happening with the character, I was like, Whoa, this is, this is, this is a lot. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot of point of views. And, um, you know, to think about the concept of being in love with somebody and this being something that actually happens, it's tough. You know, it's tough to think about, uh, you put yourself in that position and you're in love with someone and you want, you want this. And, um, even though it's not your choice, it's still really challenging. And that's what made the scenes for me so full because you can really hold on to that. It's a real thing. It's, it's putting yourself in that situation is, um, that's a real tough spot. Yeah. Um, you know, and I do know some people that have been in that spot. I haven't, uh, been in that spot, but it's gotta be really difficult. And, uh, the writing made it real and, you know, you got drawn into it and, seeing it again you realize how what a big deal it was to be doing it in 1996 i mean you know that's like whoa yeah. like, wait a minute i, I watched the thing which is interesting i thought you know that they were drunk when they, that's why brandon says why didn't you have protection you're a feminist you know right so right yourself right well, we both were drunk so it seemed totally plausible i was glad we did that we put that in there and kind yeah of covered that, that, that uh, yeah that does you know a lot of things do happen when we've had too much to drink that we may not remember of course uh, and and the characters did that. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was a it was a heavy scene. It was great, you know. Well, it, was, I mean, it was great to be a part of it. I told you earlier, Emma. I think that you are unbelievable in this episode. I mean, your performance is absolutely incredible. You told me you didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No, my God! Why are you? Why are you? Why are you wanting to cry? I was like dissecting. I'm like. Did you really need to kind of cry? Couldn't you've been stronger about it? But then I'm like, honestly, every single time I think I had to do anything, 
it was kind of like the first time I had to do anything like that because I hadn't worked at all, really. I hadn't done much at all. So I didn't, I'm like, what emotion am I accessing? What the fuck? Am I, I've never had an abortion. What do I do? You know, like, like, you know, am I, am I doing this right? Like whatever. And like, I do have specific memories that actually, and I even watched it and I was like, see girl, you couldn't, you, you didn't even get the word right. I did. I actually said, no, that's not true. I said it correctly, but it was like awkward. I could not say pseudonym to save my life. And I remember vividly going, suit. Like I couldn't get it. I'm like Susan, Susan, Susan. <laughs> and I, I was like, all I could do just to get through that bit. And I was like, I just stopped acting. I was just like, just say pseudonym. I didn't use a pseudonym. Like even in the character, she like says it weird. And I was like, oh god, I just it, like it took me all out of it. I'm like, all I can see is acting. <laughs> No, I mean, you, you got your, you got yourself to a really special place in that episode. Um, and I, and, you know, I, we talked about it a few weeks, I don't know, a couple months ago, right, Larry, that, that episode and yeah, uh, everybody, the cocaine story, I think. yeah, mm-hmm. huh? what? What? everybody's no, saying there was another name. plot in there with Kelly and cocaine. Hmm. We were dealing yeah. with that, I think. Um, and then you know, obviously, and Melanie, I'm going to get to you. She's got some really cool fan questions that she's going to ask. But um, then, obviously, we talked a little bit about this before. But in the birthday episodes, you get to do a couple of things. You see the Goo Goo Dolls. You go to the Queen Mary. Right? There's some fun things happening. But then your character is also leaving. Um, was that tough for you to to yeah. leave? It was. It was really hard. I knew I didn't want it. I just like did not want to break up. I was just like, I'm bad. Like, I don't want to break up. I don't want to like not work with Jay anymore. I don't want to break up. Like, I, I really, I just like loved that. I just was very happy with what I was doing and having not done, I haven't like haven't been an actor for very long. Um, you know, it's like, oh, good. You have like a regular job. Like, you know, I was like, it, it just there was a lot of it. It was just, it was so personal to me. It's weird. Cause I don't really, I don't think, I think maybe I've only had other, like one other job where I was really like invested in that specific time or the, spe- the specific dynamic between the actor um, where I just really was just so content with it all that I just didn't, I didn't have any interest in what's next. Like I was just, I was not about that. I was very happy in that in that world. Um, what about your last scenes with Jason? There are some stills. They're so sucky. I remember like just being so sad. And I remember I wrote him a letter that actually, I don't think on the ship was our last scene. I think we shot that, but I don't think that was the very last thing that we shot. Maybe it was, but I, I have, but we were, no, it couldn't have been because my very last scene with him was on set. Um, and that was obviously at the Queen Mary. Um, yeah. Well, that's and, I think the last scene that airs, but the last time you shot with him was something, probably something different. It's not in the order of. Something different. It was just, it was horrible. It was like, I feel like we're breaking up. Like, this is sad. I'm not, I'm not going to see you every day. I'm not going to have these great conversations with you. I'm not going to, you know, someone that I had admired before that I really grew to know as a human being, but I was like, I'm just so like about you. Like, you're just so great. And I was sad. And I wrote in this letter. I was 
It's like you're the, you know, just thank you. It was just an endless amount of thank yous. Thank you for being an ally, like my friend, someone I could confide in, someone I could laugh with, someone who could like take me under his wing from the girl. Mm. Uh, you know, um, just, yeah. Um, and of course, like, I do remember, like, you took the job. Like, I remember, like, getting into my face, not, not our our last scene, but the breakup scene, whatever. And I was just like, I just have very vivid memories of that being like tough. Like, hmm. like yeah. you know, I've heard a thing about this. I thought about this a second. What? I was gonna say, you know, I, I've rationalized why she took the job. So she totally screws Jason, who mm -hmm. gives up a job, I think, in Boston, so they can have their summon together. But in her mind, she knows he's got this thing for Kelly. And there's no real long game with Jason. And that's what? why she takes the Brandon, job. Brandon, so yeah. she, and, but also because she's more ambitious than him. And he learned something about ambition in this thing. He found someone who was more ambitious and more cutthroat, uh -oh. you know, and what it takes to succeed in the, in the real world as adults. Uh-oh, Jessica Klein's got the finger up. So that means there's going to be a point made. I wouldn't have guessed this. And had I not watched all these episodes together at one time, but... The girl who chose to have an abortion because it was the wrong time in her life is the girl who was able to leave Brandon because the job came along and it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. He is someone who's able to compartmentalize and who's able to make choices that are that somewhere in her she knows are right for her in the long game. And it's somebody with ambition. Mm. And and um, it uh, you should have seen that coming. When yeah. you say to him, "Do you feel differently about me?" Knowing that I've had, you know, knowing what's happened, um, you, I think, subconsciously are saying to him, "You should be thinking differently about me." Because, I mean, look, we're riding into this all. I'm saying I would That's never be thinking this if I hadn't seen them all together. But she should be, he should be thinking differently because this was somebody, A, who loved somebody else um, and B, who didn't love him enough that he didn't, she didn't marry him and have his baby. She made a choice that was right for her. And he, and he could have seen that coming. Yep, but he gave up the job. Would have had Brandon's baby. <laughs> Stop that, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Aisha. I'm back. I think at the right time she'd been like, "Yes, thank you." Be my in the same dad. way that your baby is going to be awesome. In the same way that Andrea Zuckerman comes back in this episode, mm. and it's a really nice uh, bookend, and says, "Oh, and by the way, I'm going to medical school." Yeah, and. It, and she's at Yale and she's going to medical school. So the girl who did, who made the choice to have the baby is also going to have a happy ending. That is a pro-feminist choice as well. So we, uh, as feminists, um, the male and female members of our staff, because we all were, uh, made, we really covered it all. But I, um, I just, it was fascinating to see and you delivered the multi-layered elements of the character beautifully. Well, you have to be pro-feminist to not want to be with the wrong guy. I mean, no. 
I didn't, but I, but I think had the baby with him because he wasn't the right guy. Well, that's right? true. Minute, I mean, there are a lot of reasons people don't. I'm just saying, you may have made <laughs> the choice, or the character may have made this choice for non-feminist reasons. But I'm saying, I was a feminist. I am a feminist, yes. and for me, ha having grown up a hundred million years ago, I grew up in a time where the where a feminist. So. Yeah, we are in a post-feminist time today, but yeah. keep in it then. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to throw to Melanie. I'm sure you got a ton of great fan questions, and people want to jump in here. But this is fascinating. I could listen to this all day. Uh, but go ahead. So, what do you what do you got from the fans? Um, and throw throw down. Go ahead. All right. Well, uh, first we've covered a lot, um, so that's good. We've answered a lot of fan questions, but I think the number one question, um, and this one comes to us from Connie Lena. Um, if you were Susan, would you have taken the job? Wow. Um, I mean, Brandon did turn down the opportunity in Boston to spend the summer, you know, with, yeah. with your yeah. All right, let's. I think, I think, I think my problem with the, I think my initial problem with her doing, taking the job was because he didn't take the job. Mm. Like that always rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, but he, he should have taken it too. Like you're, you're just, you're like, that's just, I thought, I felt like, well, you're gross. Like I felt like they had established this very equal, honest, like cool thing. And she's like, don't take the job. What about me? And then she's like, sorry. You know, and I just, I was kind of like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not college anymore. It's not college anymore. In yeah. retrospect, if we had, if we had able to rewrite it, um, it might have been uh, it might have been easier to swallow if she had said, "I'm gonna, I'm turning it down," and then he had come back and said, "You really have to take this job. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity," and then made her go. That's what that well, was the then we, then, we then we couldn't get to Kelly though. We needed to have, have him be <laughs> you know, on the reason. Yeah. No, oh, right? Yeah, we yeah, we were serving the show there. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what <laughs> else you got, Melanie? Uh, a lot of the fans would like to know your favorite and least favorite scenes that you filmed with uh, Jason. Oh my God, all of them are my favorite. Favorite, maybe I don't know. Is which one? Well, anytime I got to yeah make out with them was obviously my favorite. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, was there a moment maybe that you felt really connected with the, the two characters? Hopefully giving birth to the baby when you deliver. Yeah, that was, that was really fun. But again, again, talk about first for actors. Like, I, again, watching this, I get so heady. I was looking at that and going, I remember that. That's the first time I had to yell a line and I felt so lame. That's all I could think of doing. Like, the entire time I was watching that, I was just like, that's right. You had never had to yell a line before. And I was like, and I remember being in that elevator going, oh my God, I, all I could do is hear myself. I'm like, you sound awful. Like <laughs> no one yells like that. Is that how you yell? Like I was just, I was just, I don't even know. I just don't even know how I sold anything, honestly. I was just like feeling like I was, I was making instinctual choices. That's all I was doing. I don't think I had prepped and Jason and I were just close. So I could, I could react in this real time kind of vibe with him. Uh, you know, obviously then from where it, where she and I would verge drastically off, but like, you know, I 
we we had some we had so much fun in Ellery. Like we just always had so much fun. I I, yeah. I I don't know. Every day was a pure joy working with him. So I don't. And again, working with him again, however many years later that was. I want to marry Ryan Banks. Is that the movie? Yeah, yeah. with Bradley Cooper. So I was like with both them, and. Yeah, that was that was a real sad job. <laughs> like, oh, I have to kiss both of you. Like, oh, that's how, like, it's poor me. Uh, um, you know, a question, a question. A good question came in for Carl uh, from Sherry Weiss, our good friend of the show. She wants to know what were the flying scenes like with the with the biplanes. That was a, another uh, episode that we did not cover on this. Yeah, it was. They were cool. I mean, it was exciting. It was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you're, you're working and sometimes you get so caught up in getting the work done, you can't really take all of it in. It's not like you're on vacation where you can see things and experience things. Um, so with the work and wanting to do well and being focused, a lot of times it doesn't, um, you don't get to experience it as much. A lot of people say, well, you went and you shot here, you shot there. And you're like, well, all I remember is the scenes, like mm -hmm. this interaction. Emma talks about it. Like, what am I doing in this scene? How's the scene going? Did I blow the scene? Am I going to be fired? I mean, well, every actor's thinking that. Was that scene so bad that they're done with me? That kind of thing. So in that respect, sometimes it, it you get so laser focused on the work, you forget about the surroundings. So I do remember some of it was fun and exciting. At the same time, you know, you're trying to be a professional actor and do the best job you can and, and stay on the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's usually what happens. Well, for me. Yeah. Melanie, what else you got? A couple um, more. After the Nancy's Choice episode, did you find fans or people in real life coming up to you with their own stories, or did you get any type of outpouring from from people after that show aired? I wish I could say I remember any of that. I know that 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 time, like you know, you get legit, like bags of fan mail. So you know, this was like there was no social media. You know, I, I feel like. Were you like, recognized a lot when you were just yeah. out? Did fans come up to you often and say, you know, why yeah. did you get the job? <laughs> yeah, no one was happy with me about that. You're like, <laughs> like, how dare you? How dare you hurt Brandon? I'm like, I know. Okay. I didn't want to do it. Trust me. Um, you know, I wanted, I wanted the cake and eat it and eat it too. Um, and, and, but actually, I was thinking about the question just yeah. a couple of questions ago. Would I have done that? And I, I, I have, I have been in a position where I made uh, definitely a decision not to take the job. Um, and and you know, like I just didn't take the job. I chose a bad relationship over taking the job, or whatever oh. that whatever that means, and like push right. push pushing myself further ahead for mm -hmm. sure more times than I'm even proud of. Um, and, and, and then I, you know, I vivid memories of making a conscious decision to not ever do that again. Like not, not, not work with a partner, you know, an equal partner, like if you're in a relationship, but like, like you should like to the point where it's like, you shouldn't even be asking me mm. to step back. Like, like if you if you can really like go around and like if you really were about me and supporting me you would have been you would have been supporting me like I sh you know what I mean right. um, 
which is not to say like you're a woman, you could do anything the fuck you want whenever you want. Well, you can. So can a guy. Except you probably aren't going to be. You probably shouldn't be in a place where you're supposed to be making compromises. Mm -hmm. You sure don't want to be compromising yourself. And I compromised myself multiple times. Um, So in that way, we don't. We at that point, especially at that point, I definitely um, hadn't taken the job. Uh, Sarah Page Hall. That's what I did. Sarah Page Hall asked. uh, She's a great friend of the show. She has a a good question here. What was it like to do that brief scene with Gabrielle uh, when she returned for the Queen Mary episode? And do you think Andre and Suzu would have been BFF? I just added BFF. Sorry. Um, I don't. No. I don't know. I don't know that they would have been BFFs. I feel like Susan was. I feel like Susan was a good time. And not that Andrea wasn't. You know, I just feel like Susan. She had no girlfriends on the show, I have to say. She, you know. No, true. We didn't have any girlfriends. She didn't have any girlfriends, but I wasn't written with girl. I don't know. I mean, it's hard for friends. <laughs> well, then we got. Then you have to bring in all kinds of other ancillary characters. No, I think it was true of the character, though. She was devoted to her work and, and her relationships. So I really would say she was. She was very loyal. She was loyal to the story. Loyal to the her paper. friend. You know, she's loyal. She would have kept secrets. I feel like she was just a good human being. And I feel like when watching watching the scenes where I was with the girls, anytime like there was camping episodes. Mm. Whenever when I was when when we would branch out on couple couple dates or whatever, um, with 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 Claire and, and uh, I mean with um, Kathleen and Tori, that was easier to do because I mean we just got we got along. They were they were cool. Mm. <laughs> uh, I was supposed to, and other times it had been like, wow. I'm this is just like kind of uncomfortable. So I like I would like be stepping outside of myself looking at it as a as well, me going, Wow, you're you seem like Susan's comfortable, but like you're not comfortable. Mm. Well, Kelly would have been Kelly had some jealousy. Right. Um, forget Jenny. But Kelly as a character mm. would have been jealous. And mm. Valerie is jealous of anybody. Right. And and but I, I think that had Andrea come back. That Andrea, um, that Susan and Andrea would have been competitive because they were similar, and um, I think Andrea would have found the character of Susan very hard to handle. Mm. Hey, for the writers, Jessica has a good question here. Uh, do the writers see a potential in a Susan Brandon Kelly love triangle? Had Emma stayed past season or into season seven? I guess is the question. Sure, why not? not? I mean, uh, you know, she had established herself and we knew Brandon really had strong feelings for her. He really went out of his way to kind of declare his love for him. He was really hurt for her. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we would have turned that around. I mean, we would have easily done it. Here's, you know, let's say that Brandon and Kelly had gotten together Mm -hmm. uh, and then Susan had shown up. Senior year. Uh, so that's how a triangle is born. 
Yeah. yeah. Comes back we're going to gonna talk about Wednesday, by the way. We're going to talk about the original triangle, and we're going to let some of the fans pop in. So that's going to be very exciting. People are going to pick Team Brenda and Team Kelly. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that's on Wednesday. Um, what's that? Are we talking Dylan? Yeah, Dylan, Brandon. Brandon. We're going down that road. Kelly, yeah. Um, Kelly, Brandon, Dylan. The first oh, triangle. Brenda. Always Brenda. Yeah, interesting. I, I feel pretty good on Team Brenda right now. Yeah, I, like my, I like my chances. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, on Team Brenda with you. Oh, there you go. Hey, Chuck uh, is really feeling bad about being Team Kelly now. He's getting very sensitive. He's really having some trouble with this. He feels, he feels like he's Chuck already really against him. Yes, we want uh, a handicap. Somebody asks here about Rebecca Gayhart. She's coming up on the podcast soon uh, in September. What was it like working with her, uh, Emma? She was lovely. She mm. was very nice. Mm-hmm. She was very sweet. She was so strikingly beautiful. It's like hurts your feelings almost. Like, <laughs> like she's like an she's an alien. Like I was looking at her again. I'm like, and it doesn't even do it justice when you're actually face to face with her. Like she's just an uh, I, I, an alien. She's an alien. 100%. Remarkably. <laughs> I can't wait to tell her. Uh... And you're so, you're so nice. Like, it's just, yeah, she was, she was very sweet. I'm totally going to play the clip of you calling her an alien and see what she. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, you mean to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, Melanie, I'm going to let you get to a, cl- a question, but we're going to play a quick clip here because, you know, we have this. Uh, this thing where we want to get Kathleen Robertson on the show. So here's a little video that we made and we aired this a couple weeks ago. Here it is again. Hey, Kathleen Robertson. Guess who? Yeah, you. I'm out of here. Claire Arnold. Hi. We want you to come on to the Beverly Hills 90210 show. I'd rather jump overboard. You're smart. Your eye rolls are epic. And your acting is incredible. Thanks. We want to dive deep with you on all things Claire Arnold. The hosts want you on. My, like, TV crush is Claire Arnold. I don't know. The writers want you on. And she was, it was registering on all cylinders. Your co-stars want you on. Kathleen was great, man. Kathleen's awesome. She's a Canadian. The fans do, too. Kathleen, will you please go on Beverly Hills podcast? Besides. I'm a Canadian. You're a Canadian. Have you asked her? So we're asking. Have your people chat with our people. Fans, don't give up. Absolutely not. So there we go. Let's hope that uh, one day we will have Kathleen Robertson on this uh, I'm show. Say, Jason seems way more effusive about Kathleen than he does me. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, right? I caught that. I mean, just like, okay, get a room. <laughs> uh melanie go for one more i think we're almost wrapped up on this awesome episode what you got uh one more and this one's actually for the writers uh from melinda berg she was curious where they came up with keats uh if it was based on the poet john keats or if it was just kind of a random thing that came up in the writer's room wow no it was the john keats there was there was you know it was just a you know yeah it was a, it was a reference well, there you oh. go that sounds good. our literary bunch well, I think we covered it. Larry, do you got anything else you want to add about uh, Susan? Or, excuse no. Me. Uh, you know, it was just great to see a relationship where really Brandon really had to work his ass off to stay in it. And, and then in the end, he gets burned so badly that it's a life-learning lesson. I mean, he's going into the real world now. It's not going to be college anymore. You know, people are really, uh, you know, it's just bigger. I just, I think, think it was interesting. I really, really liked the way it played. And, Emma and Carl really uh, brought a lot of uh, authenticity to it. 
Yeah. Well, Thank it's you. wonderful to see both of you. And Emma, you are as beautiful today. So. <laughs> Thank you very much for being here with us, but you should know you look great. And Carl, you do too. So thank you. Thank you. You know what, Carl, when 25 years have treated you well. I thought you were James Marsters. I really did. Well, listen, guys, we're all about my glasses on, but I was like, you fully look like James right now. Put your glasses on. You'd be like, nah. Not it. Well, well, look, I'm all about gratitude these days. I just want to say a couple of things. Uh, Carl, thanks for popping in here, man. Uh, and yeah. then, you know, it was, uh, it was great having, having you. me. I appreciate it. Your, your performance in this series is uh, unbelievable, man. I mean, what you brought to that Thank character, you. you know, what you were able to put in of the, the, the you know the antagonistic thing and then also just the sweetness that he has sort of in Nancy's choice. I mean the fans here you should have seen when you popped in they were nonstop with comments so uh about what you did and uh on 90210 our fans love our characters and Emma you are incredible like uh you know talking about what Jessica said but you brought some like real raw honesty I guess I'm learning that it was from a place of newness maybe, or just instinctual, but it just goes to speak to the incredible talent that you are. And uh, my God, when we said that you were coming on, everybody was like through the roof and everybody loves you. I just want to ask you guys before we leave, uh, where can people find you? What are you guys kind of doing now? Carl, what, what, what you got going on? Uh, I'm directing and producing films now, uh, which I'm excited about doing, doing that for going on like 13 years. Um, I'm, directing a commercial for BMW and I got a feature coming up when COVID uh, finishes. So that'll be my uh, sixth film. So I'm doing a lot of writing and producing and directing, uh, acting a little bit, but mostly writing and producing and directing. CarlTEvans.com uh, is my website. People can check out some of the movies I've done. Um, so yeah, that'd be awesome. Great. People are interested to see. Yeah. Emma, on, you're, you're amazing on Instagram. So can I tell people can follow you on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm ridiculous. I don't really uh give a shit. I'm gonna say like. So funny. Um but what else? I start I I am working on something I am not allowed to talk about. Well thanks for coming in. Um and we uh and then things shut down and we just got the green light to go again so no pressure um and i i actually i just it's like the whole process began of like okay go get covid tested get tested again mm. do this do this show up here you know and i the video you know i've got to go I, like on monday I'm like, yeah. I, and only just found out like a, not even a week ago like okay starting back up i'm like Oh, like I gotta like dust it all off. Like I've been like lockdown teacher mom mode. Like I put on, you know what I mean? Yeah. My husband's He's like, God, you look really nice. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, guys. Listen, Wednesday, we're going to be doing the talking about the triangle. There's going to be some teams, but we are going to talk about how the triangle came to be and some of all that stuff as well. So that's for Wednesday. Again, Emma, Carl, thank you so much. Melanie Rose, thank you for the great questions. Uh, and we will see you guys next time. All right. Check you out. Bye. Nice to see everybody. Bye. Happy Friday. Bye. 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 Bye.